welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review for Flamin' Hot. Show the world what a janitor can do. Every person can be the difference between failure and success. Welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review for Flamin' Hot. Special thanks, as always, to our friends at Searchlight Pictures and Disney Studios Canada for letting us watch this movie early for review. My name is Nate, and if you're joining us for the first time, we are Geekcentric, a podcast focusing on the world of movies, TV shows, games, toys, and collectibles, and all things geek-centric. Now, joining me for this extra spicy review, we have Justin the Jalapeno Pepper Lickin' Lawrence. How's it going, man? Good, man. Let me tell you, I like my chocolate bars thick, my Pepsi Cola cold, okay, and my Cheetos flaming, bro. Flaming, I am, I am all over this movie. This was really? a great, great time. I love it. Fantastic. I'm happy to hear that you enjoyed it. Um, before we we get into the review, are you a spicy food person? Do you, um, do you like yeah. spicy food? Well, I grew I grew up in a. Uh, East Indian, West Indian cultured house. So right. spicy was was something. As I've gotten older, mm-hmm. uh, spicy doesn't always agree with me. Okay. Uh, a little bit of that heartburn, a <laughs> little bit of that, you know, acid reflex, if you will. Yeah, you feel um, that. So I gotta I gotta like, you know, temp it down a little bit. Nice. Yeah, I, I think for myself, like I'm I'm I dig spicy foods. Like I would I would take a flaming hot Cheeto over a regular Cheeto any day, sure, every day. Yeah. Um, but this movie touches upon, you know, um, an aspect of spice where there's good spice and there's bad spice. Mm -hmm. And I think good spice is if it's, if it's enhancing the meal, if it's making what I'm about to eat more enjoyable in some way or dynamic, then absolutely spice it up. Let's be spice lords together. If it's, if it gets to a point where I take a bite and it just, I can't taste anything else after that, then what's the, I don't understand. I don't fully understand that aspect of that sort of gymnastic level of of spice you know what i mean i'll tell you a fun little story here i once went Go out with it. my dad and his friends uh to this like driving range lounge place and they had these great chicken wings because okay. one of his friends had been there before he's like oh let's get the suicide wings and i'm like okay, oh no this seems spicy so we get them and they're delicious we really enjoyed them and so my dad's friend he said let's order another round and then when the when the waiter comes by he says you know tell the chef that that wasn't that spicy so this cook in the back must have been like, oh, it wasn't spicy enough for oh, you? Oh, it's on. Oh, it's on. Because the second batch, like literally, you pick up a chicken wing, you hold it up to your mouth. Like you're not even, it's not even in your mouth. Just yeah. breathing in the fumes of the <laughs> you're spice. You're starting to cough. Yeah. You're starting to cough. So I ate one of these wings and I, I literally, like like the kid in this, this, uh, in this movie, yeah. I was begging for a pitcher of water. And I literally chugged <laughs> this pitcher of water. I'm like, you know, 13, 14 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, this is because because of you this is because of you i told my dad's friend this is because of you that we are in this pain uh, he was dying his eyes were so red he's like yeah i guess i shouldn't have said anything it's and like, you were on were course. you on the golf course like no we were in a driving range down. like sitting down okay. like they they had like a was nice it hot area. like that wouldn't be comfortable no it was like fall so it was okay but like okay, you're absolutely okay. right like eating spicy in hot temperature no not really good but nah. fun fact in india mm. they mm-hmm. drink hot soups uh, during the hottest days because it it kind of works on cooling the inside. 
Uh, it's it's a way to deal with the heat. That's that's what okay. my dad used to always tell me, right? I is, dig uh, it. You know, a good mulligatawny soup like that my dad used to make. So, yeah, um, yeah some fun facts about about spicy food and there you yeah, go. Kevin Kevin loves spicy food and uh, oh, yeah. to his detriment at times. It would, yeah, he would <laughs> he would eat a spicy thing and then he would chug like a liter of chocolate milk and leave a time. lake leave a new lake in canada behind him somewhere um <laughs> just full of sweat um no you know i i think uh, i recently had mango this mango drink when i was in the uk uh oh it's a mango lassi in yeah yeah dude mango lassi. so good because yeah. it's yogurt. I'm like this is perfect yeah yes. so milk is the is the uh is the, the thing that you want to use anything with a milk base okay is what you want to use to combat spicy food so okay People say water. People say bread. People say rice. Even rice, I've I've had some effects, but it is like the milkshakes, the 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 yogurt based drinks. Yeah, uh, it's called a, a mango lassi. Mango lassi, I think is yeah, what it's said on the menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and they're they're delicious. They're absolutely they're so good, especially if you get them made fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a place that when I went to university that was an Indian restaurant, small hole in the wall. Those are the best places. Is, uh, yeah, and they and it had great Indian food. And great mango lussies. They, they were there so we delicious. Go. They they were absolutely delicious. Yeah, usually those small holes in the wall, family run businesses, and um, yep. family. You family know, run, I think yeah. is is a yeah. a core aspect of this movie as well. Uh, but before we get to today's review, just really quick, uh, of course, we are the Geek Centric Podcast. So I've got a few announcements here. Uh, we've got a ton of other great episodes covering the latest in movies, TV shows, including our recent spoiler free reviews. Uh, for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. We also have our spoiler-filled review for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. We have our spoiler-free review for Transformers Rise of the Beasts uh, out now. American Born Chinese Season 1, our spoiler-free review is up as well as Disney's The Little Mermaid, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and Fast 10. And we are stoked to announce um, and continue to announce that to celebrate the summer of movies... And all the geeky conversations we love having about movies, TV shows, games. We have opened up our Discord um, and we've got spaces not only to discuss spoilers with us about, you know, movies and TV shows that we talk about on the podcast, uh, but also spaces for the latest news and trailers from around the Geekiverse. Uh, Justin dropped some really cool news that if you haven't seen it yet about uh, some of the production of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse in our Spider-Verse spoilers channel. Um, you got to check it out because it's honestly, it's really, really heartwarming. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, we've also got a spot for questions um, that, you, you know, we might feature on the podcast. We've got a Whatcha your channel for you to tell us what you've been watching, listening to, reading or playing uh, and so much more. So check out the link in our show notes to join. We can't wait to hear from you because we are geek centric and you can be too. Join us, celebrate the things we love together. Um, onto this review and the synopsis for this movie, Flame and Hot, is the inspire the inspiring true story of Richard Montanez, uh, played by Jesse Garcia, who, as a Frito Lay janitor, disrupted the food industry by channeling his Mexican American heritage to turn Flame and Hot Cheetos from a snack into a into an iconic global pop culture phenomenon. Uh, the movie stars Jesse Garcia, Annie Gonzalez, Emilio Rivera. Um, sorry, Rivera, uh, Dennis Haysbert, Bryce Gonzalez, and Emmy Award winner Tony Shaloub. Uh, it's directed in what I believe I tried looking it up is her first feature film directorial debut. She Correct. did do a feature. Uh, she's done a couple of TV. Yeah, she's and, done. Like, she's yeah. done TV episodes, but yeah. by Eva Longoria uh, directed this movie, and it releases on Disney Plus 
June 9th, which is um, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on the day that we've posted it. Um, thank you for doing that, by the way. Um, Justin, why don't you kick us off? I'd love to hear your sort of first thoughts on Flamin' Hot. Yeah, I, I absolutely love this movie. I think it's uh, it's inspiring. It's heartfelt. Uh, it, it's it shows the power of, I guess, the American dream to a certain degree, uh, you know, be, believing in yourself, uh, going the distance, that determination, striving for success against all odds. Uh, I think that this is a, a really uplifting story uh, told about you know uh, someone who obviously had to go through the hurdles of of representation and culture uh, at a time that I think a lot of people judged him based on his color and his representation, um, and I think that that you know those stories especially now uh, are are not more relevant but they're just more impactful because I think in a lot of ways we get to see what people have overcome to get to the sort of success or status you know it's an underdog story and you you'll always root for the underdog and I, and I think that's one of the things that I really enjoyed about this movie is is rooting for uh, Richard and his family to to seek this success and get above that bar that everyone seems to be putting them at uh, it, it makes it relevant it makes it poignant for for right now yeah I think this um, I think I think the the best part of this movie uh, for me, at least, and I think the part that I think the the, the person that carried uh, this movie was Jesse Garcia uh, as Richard Montanez. I think he's so likable. He's so charming. He's so funny. And I think Jesse does such a good job at playing that role, like you were saying, of someone you, you just want to root for. Um, and there were there were, uh, you know, a few mo- moments in this movie that incited like a like a like a hell yeah from me. Um, and I, I don't. I don't think that was purely on the writing. I think Jesse's performance just made me really want to see this guy uh, succeed, break out of his gangster lifestyle. Um, so but, he, he yeah. was definitely like, for me, I think he was the best part of the movie. For sure. I, I totally agree. I think he definitely carried the movie. Um, I think his portrayal captures the essence of the character and the struggles that he faced along the way. You know, you mentioned the gangster lifestyle. I like that in the movie. It calls out the fact that, you know, when he was a young boy, he was accused of stealing. And that's sort of what pushed him into this sort of criminal life. It was mm. someone who told him that he was a criminal when he wasn't. And that's very much the story that I think a lot of people have gone through in the States based on systemic racism. Uh, you know, you, you can't have nice things. You couldn't have been this person with, with X amount of money in your pocket uh, and be brown or black or Asian or any of the ethnicities that isn't white. I think it, it's very poignant in the in the moments in the opening here where he calls out the fact that, you know, the li- he didn't choose that life. That life chose him sort of thing, right? Like it's mm. sort of something he was that he was, upon he was him. Ge- exactly that was he was thrusted upon him and he had to make a, he had to make ends meet. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that is the sad reality of why people would resort to these jobs in a lot of ways. I think the system has pushed them in that direction. And in just in those early moments, it really does shine a light on on what Richard is fighting for and why his story is so important. It's it's an under again, an underdog story to come from from what everyone thinks that he should be and becoming something more because even he thinks that he should be what everyone else thinks he is. Do you know what I mean? If that right. makes sense, right? Sure. Yeah, and I, I, I think, I think the movie does, um, does an an okay job of of representing uh, those moments and the darker moments in, in his I, life. I, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think it. For me, it didn't nail those those instances because it, 
it very much feels like, you know, it's a feel-good movie. It knows it's a feel-good movie. Um, And I feel like at times that sort of scares the the you know maybe maybe it scared some of the the writers from saying well we can't go too dark let's quickly let's let's we're gonna show that but we're gonna get out of it as fast as possible um and so for me I I did find that a lot of those moments where I was like okay this is getting pretty heavy it it did but then it just sort of really quickly got out of it back to that happy funness <laughs> right I I agree I think I think it couldn't steer too far into the darkness and the seriousness of it you like you said this is a feel-good story an underdog story it needs to it needs to stay light but I liked how humor was interjected in moments to give levity and more poignancy to moments I think that I think it, it, it's done in a way that is familiar to what we know like sometimes when he was describing or narrating specific moments it felt like Lewis from Ant-Man uh, where you know he's speaking and and the moments are being acted by by someone else um, and I get it like that's it's already something that's that's been done um, but I again I I think that the humor in a lot of ways is a tool to you know take itself seriously while also not taking itself seriously if that makes sense like to to draw a, a relevancy around the the sort of the seriousness of of the situation but maybe to your point they didn't hang with that seriousness it's like they got there and then they immediately flip it back to this you know lighthearted humor feel good movie yeah and you just don't have those moments that will emotionally resonate with you like i'm sure you're 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 used to right right and that's that's that is the thing with with biopic right i feel like the more we skew towards made for tv the more feel good it it has to be um, unfortunately, and I think that is the case with this movie, because I think, as we were saying earlier, like Jesse Garcia in those moments, in those those dark moments, like really like acts the crap out of them. I also want to give a shout out to Annie Gonzalez as Judy. She was great. Um, she was great. She's she's the rock of this movie. She's the rock of his life, if you will. Uh, not Dwayne the Rock, but like an actual rock. She was so sturdy. She's. I enjoyed how her character was written because. You know, she's not just the wife or the mom that was sort of there in the background of Richard's story. Like she is the, the motivation. One, she's, she's the, the one who shapes him yeah, into exactly. the man that he becomes. Sure. Um, and I thought uh, I thought they did a really great job with with her character as well. Yeah, I think you know, running parallel with Jesse Garcia's fantastic portrayal of of Richard Montaner, I think Eddie Gonzalez as Judy is right up there like you said she's the rock and she's the inspiration she's the motivation you know she reminds me you know she reminds me at times of my own wife uh who believes in me and and pushes me and and wants me to do what we can do with with geek centric right like it wants us to, to to be that motivator and that support and as richard said everyone needs a judy and i think that this is just that the representation as much as this is a story about richard and his journey this is a story about Annie Gonzalez, uh, sorry, as about Judy and her journey along the way and what she had to overcome and what she had to deal with as well and how she and, and Richard right. were in this together. Um, and, and I think that that's great. Like you said, she's not just a mom or a housewife who's just ragging on Richard. You got to make money. You got to do this. She's in there. She's involved. She's 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 motivated. And I, I think that that. You know, Annie Gonzalez embraces that. She has fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I loved I loved their 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 dynamic with one another. It was it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I think the the only other member of the cast that I think really did stand out for me was Dennis, Hay- Dennis Haysbert. Haysbert. Yeah. Um I think 
He's, you know, he. The only thing I will say though is he is, he's Dennis Haysbert. Like if if you're expecting Dennis Haysbert, you're gonna get Dennis Haysbert. He kind of, he's kind of a character in his own. And I mean that mm-hmm. voice. It's so distracting to hear Allstate Insurance guy throughout the entirety <laughs> or or a lot of this movie. But I thought his chemistry. Um, with with Jesse Garcia was really well, really good, and I think their their relationship was was great. I think I would have almost liked a little bit more of it if if yeah. I was being picky. But yeah, um, if I was, being but I think greedy. I think I think they they kept a, a reasonable amount of it in the movie mm-hmm. to help show what Richard is striving for, but also at the same time highlighting how you know Clarence is is kind of like he has he's achieved a lot being you know. Uh, black and in an industry that I think, as as they highlighted, is is predominantly white corporate guys. Every other um, person beside him is was is white. Is yeah, white. right. Yeah. And then his, all the people group. that worked on the floor were either Hispanic or or of other ethnicity. So mm-hmm. you you clearly see the sort of cultural uh, uh, representation here. And I think again, Clarence's character hi- kind of highlights like a striving for it. So it was an inspiration for Richard, but also I think uh, in in some ways what he wasn't able to do. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. what he wasn't able to achieve because then he started getting behind Richard and pushing him and, you know, being his cheerleader just as much as, as Judy was, uh, Clarence was, was also Richard's cheerleader, which is, is really great to see. Yeah, no. And I, I think, I think that's, again, th- those two relationships were, were, mm-hmm. were the standouts. Um, now, despite the allegations that the source material for this movie isn't exactly uh, true. Um, I will say the authenticity in this movie shines with the Mexican-American culture and representation. Yes. Yeah, and exactly. you can tell that there was so much love put into the authentic portrayal of those communities, especially throughout the Reagan era and into the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And I mean, with, with someone like Eva Longoria behind this and, and the team that was behind this, you can just tell that it was it was Loving, absolutely lovingly, lovingly so. made yeah. um, for for those communities and by those communities, um, and it's kind of uh, in a, in a meta way that's that's a really lovely sort of sentiment because that's also the story of Flame and Hot, right? Is, exactly. is made made for by yes, um, exactly. and uh, and I thought they did a really good job of 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 kind of. Um, uh, you know, kind of incorporating that into every aspect of the film. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think I think the thing that, uh, you know, again, we, we've been talking about it, it's representation. I think that is the film's strength. Mm-hmm. It lies as an ability to shed light on, on the challenges faced by individuals from marginalized communities and the importance of representation in, in the corporate world, as, as we were talking about with, with Clarence's character as well as uh, Richard's character and, and seeing the white corporate system, uh, if you will. Uh, you know, I think it raises awareness uh, about the, the need for diversity and in, inclusivity, um, emphasizing the value of different perspectives. Like you said, like what's so great is that he, Richard, they believe in Richard because of the perspective he can add and bring reaching out to the Hispanic community. And I think that emphasizes the value for different perspectives and different experiences. It also delves into the realities of systemic racism at times, like we were mentioning before, uh, mostly from the past, but with today's mindset, I, you know, we do see things differently. We do kind of notice the, the error of the ways. And again, I go back to that early story of him as a kid and then how that changed his trajectory. You know, he was just a happy kid who did his thing, and then suddenly he was accused of, of, of being a criminal, and that changed his course. And I think that, again, that's a story that a lot of people 
and, and stories that we have seen uh, unfold in, in different ethnicities across the United States just just captured. And again, it just brings to light that systemic that the systemic issues within, you know, races and cultures in the United States and just how they're perceived. It's it's, you know, hopefully something like this can be both an inspiration and an awareness. Right. Is, is what you would want it to be. But like you said, maybe the the seriousness of it there the lack of seriousness around it sometimes by it not necessarily taking itself seriously all the time and having that humor may detract from that but i don't know i think that the humor worked i think the humor in a lot of ways helps to kind of give it a sense of levity instead of going to a dark dark place with it all the time yeah and i i don't necessarily think that it needs to just be dark 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 because again i think part of richard's charm is is his his humor and 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 his wit right and i think that's part of how he became who he becomes uh, throughout the movie, but I guess for me it's like, yes, the 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 representation absolutely like more of that, please. We we need to champion that uh, in these movies for for these different cultures. Um, but every other aspect about this biopic, I've seen. I've it's very it's it, it's it felt very predictable. It felt very much like just a lot of the stuff that I've already seen. And then even when it did come to the humor, I think the funniest parts in this movie are when he does the Lewis from the Ant-Man or Lewis from the Ant-Man style, you know, narration of, of using the, the, you know, Mexican slang, if you will, like f- dubbed language, over, yeah. you know, the yeah. language dubbed over these, these white corporate guys who are acting, who are acting flawlessly. Absolutely. Like, his oh, words, which were phenomenal. Awesome. Yeah. But <laughs> again, as much as I like, I got a chuckle out of it. It just kept reminding me of comedy that I had already seen, right? And and I, for me, that that's the only thing that I, I will say is like, throughout the movie, I was just kind of, I felt like it was just kind of going through its its paces at a lot of the time. I guess, yeah. And and it, it just kind of, I just kept sort of getting reminded of stuff that I'd seen before, and so for me, that that did kind of take me out a little a little bit. Yeah, I I, I would I would say. I would agree with you. There were things that happened throughout. And, and again, it is a biopic. It does kind of maybe have a bit of a, a formulaic process to it that feels familiar to other biopics. Yeah. But that said, you know, in my opinion, that isn't something that took me out. Um, it's only something that reminded me that we are seeing uh, a different story told with those those tropes, uh, mm. with those elements at place. Where this movie does have flaws, in my opinion, is its pacing. Uh, it feels uneven at times and in certain moments feeling sort of rushed while others other things could have been explored further right um i think the screenplay you know though engaging again it's certain it lacks depths in certain areas leaving some characters underdeveloped and uh, relationships not fully uh, explored and sort of rushed again yeah um the, the darker I, I think, stuff <laughs> like right the, the, the darker the, moments in his life they 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 dip in and then they dip out and then right. i think that's that was the other part for two where it's like the rest of it where it's like it, I guess it's like it doesn't it doesn't feel like enough of a of a of a it uh, you know it feels too much like a straight line if you will where I'm just kind of I I I didn't feel the impacts enough to that point where when we got to the happy stuff like it didn't it didn't I didn't feel that no rise. I, I agree Does I that think, make sense no I I think the way I see it in yeah. in in what you're talking about is that they'll give us a, a heavy weighted moment between him and his father but mm-hmm. then it's just like gone. Right. You know what I mean? Like you, you just move on to the next thing for so and long, I, and, it, I, and, and it gets and it, messy. It gets blended together. Like it feels like a lot of it. 
sort of feels like the same. <laughs> yeah, it, it, but it also just it, you don't you don't have that time to 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 live with that to, right. to experience it. Yeah. So I think that that in itself is is part of it. I, I, I maybe what we're kind of getting at here is that the tone should have either stayed one or the other. Um, you know, go full comedy or go full seriousness with it, right? I think having the toe in in, in either or kind of creates an imbalance mm. uh, in, in the in in the vibe that it's going for. Because I don't know. At the end of the day, though, this this is a good movie. It's it's enjoyable. It's yeah. better than other movies that that I think have tried to um, tackle other uh, very relevant issues. Sometimes to the detriment of too again too heavy in the comedy or too heavy in the seriousness yeah um yeah i think this is this is similar to uh tetris for me in a lot of ways um mm. where it was kind of like yeah like okay well what does the movie want to be there's moments where it dabbles with style like it tries to do something unique where like there's like a sequence where they're showing the the years passing by with like putting the the year on things throughout the factory as it does like, like a, as a 360 yeah it's like a 360 turn yeah. and the camera does some unique yeah. stuff and i was like okay cool but like where was that style throughout the movie right again yeah, it, but it, again you don't i'm glad that they didn't heavy hand it like tetris where it was right. like let's throw as much video game style at this so that mm -hmm. it, it feels that if it it, it it feels like it's a video game movie you know here at least they you know the implemented style in in a way that at least made sense for specific moments like i didn't mind that you know mm. it was a way for them to kind of reveal rotate and have time pass and and to see sort of a, a change in the character as well right over the, over that time frame so um yeah I, I you know again i think the style like you, you like you said like maybe there wasn't enough flavor uh, you know, maybe it <laughs> needed a, it. a little, uh, it, maybe it was a little bland for you, you know, it's, it's, yeah, exactly. For something that's about <laughs> flaming hot, it wasn't spicy enough right, for you. So, right. um, yeah. Justin, let's get to our final thoughts and overall, uh, score for this movie, which we're going to be rating on a scale of one to five hot Cheetos. Well, as I was mentioning, you know, I, I enjoyed this movie. I think it was inspiring. It's, it's heartfelt. It showcases the power of determination and the potential of success against all odds. I think it effectively highlights the importance of culture, representation, while telling an engaging story filled with heart, humor, and charm. Um, you know, again, we were mentioning Eva Longoria. She has directed stuff in the past, but this feels like a, a very, you know, uh, sort of directorial debut in, in the film space. Um, and I think she found a way to balance humor and heart uh, while still delivering an inspiring story that doesn't take itself too seriously all the time. I think the humor adds a sense of levity and awareness to an other uh, to otherwise serious scenarios um and at sometimes at its own detriment like while this movie does have flaws i, I believe it's still enjoyable um and I, I think it's for those who are seeking a dose of inspiration and, and a glimpse into the journey behind well which is questionable behind this beloved snack but right. not according but to the LA even Times, if you don't but... yeah if you don't yeah. if you don't want to necessarily think, think of that richard montanay is a real person yes so this is an inspirational glimpse into the journey in life of Richard Montanay and what he had to overcome. And I think that, if you stripped out this fact that this is about flaming Hot and stuff, that in itself is a really, really enjoyable story to watch. Um, so I'm going to be giving this one 3.5 out of 5 flaming Hot Cheetos. Oh, flaming Yes, flaming Hot. flaming Hot. That makes yes. more sense, I guess. Yes. Hot Cheetos is like the, the non-name brand. Yes. Um, <laughs> this movie's not bad by any stretch. It's I think it was good. I think... It, I think it's a safe, uh, feel-good movie 
um, that does a phenomenal job representing the struggles of of you know Mexican American culture in the Reagan era throughout the '90s, um, and and it seems authentic. I think Eva Longoria does a, a decent job at giving us a movie that, well, at times dips its toes into darker parts of the story, um, doesn't fully commit to them, and it opts for a, like a lighter take on a, a what I think is a pretty conventional biopic um, from from a like a narrative structure standpoint. Um, so I'm going to give Flamin' Hot a very fine, uh, three out of five, uh, Flamin' Hot Cheetos. I think it could have been a bit spicier. I think it's, again, it's a fun watch. I think the cast looks like they had a great time making this movie. Um, but it, it just didn't do enough sort of original stuff for, for me to fully recommend it. Um, but that is it for this review of Flamin' Hot. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you like to listen two podcasts if you haven't already and if you want to write into the show with your thoughts on this movie or any of the movies we uh, or shows we cover uh well let me just wipe my cheeto fingers all over justin so he can let you know how you can reach us well they can reach us at we are geekcentric at gmail.com that's we are geekcentric at gmail.com and if that's too spicy for you or you not spicy enough <laughs> oh well yeah get maybe that's it maybe it's not spicy enough <laughs> For you, well, you can reach us, uh, reach out to us on Twitter at GeekcentricYT or on Instagram at WeAreGeekcentric. Uh, Justin, I feel like somebody wiping their Cheeto fingers on you would be like your nightmare. Like uh, it you is. S- that's that's why for for forever now. Yeah. Every time I eat Cheetos, I use chopsticks. Chopsticks. Like she Hulk. It's the like, way to go. She knows yeah. what's up. Uh, keep in mind, beyond the reviews that I mentioned earlier, we also have a ton of interviews out now, like our most recent interview with Sophie Thatcher from The Boogeyman, as well as our interviews with Chakudi Awuji and Sean Gunn from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. You can catch those interviews here on your podcast service of choice or over on YouTube at youtube.com slash geekcentric. And please make sure to subscribe so you can keep up with all the hot stuff we got coming at you. This this hot summer continues. It's a hot geek summer. Uh, and we've got we've got so much more to, to look forward to, including our coverage of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Uh, Secret Invasion is coming up. Uh, and of course, Pixar's Elemental uh, and so much more. And speaking of Elemental, just one last thing. We do have a giveaway happening over on our socials. Uh, it is still open. Um, we've partnered with our friends at Disney Studios Canada to give away some tickets for you and a friend to see Disney and Pixar's Elemental early on June 14th. Uh, we're going to be giving tickets out to screenings across Canada. So go check out those socials for full details. Justin, thank you so much for joining me for this hot, hot, hot review. And as we say, love ya. Peace. <laughs>